I decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You came for an all-round breakthrough service. I decree you will break through in every area of your life. I said you will break through in every area of your life. In your family, you will break through. In your academics, you will break through. In your career, you will break through. In your spiritual life, you will break through. In your health, you will break through. Spiritually, you will break through. Everyone is changing level today in the name of Jesus. What kind of breakthrough will take place today? I can't hear you. What kind of breakthrough? Let me hear you loudly. What kind of breakthrough? What kind of breakthrough will take place today? Does it include immigration breakthrough? Does it include healing breakthrough? Does it include academic breakthrough? Does it include financial breakthrough? Does it include career breakthrough? Raise your hand, I stand to declare. Every area of your life where you desire breakthrough, you are breaking through today. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to share with you maybe 12 minutes, but if you can catch this, you will flood another realm. I want to share with you what the Holy Ghost has asked me to do. It's called the anointing advantage. The anointing what? The anointing advantage. The anointing advantage as it relates to all-round breakthroughs. What does it mean to be anointed? I saw some things this week. I've been reading Bible since, but it's now I really understand it to this level. Now, what does it mean to be anointed? I don't used to share Greek, but today I will just give one Greek word. One, then you meditate. To be anointed is from the Greek word krio. C-H-R-I-O. Krio means to put oil on your hands. Now you put oil on your hand this way, is that true? Then to Turn it downwards and to rub into someone. That's the word anointed. Bible is sweet, oh. Yeah. It's not the size of your Bible, by the way. So when we talk about the anointing, it's a hands-on experience of the Holy Spirit. It is not a feeling. It is not a crying. It's not an emotional display. Listen, listen, listen. It is simply God putting oil on his hands, turning his hands downward, and finding someone to lay it on. That's anointing. When you say a man is anointed, it doesn't mean he can scream. God taking oil, that's God taking himself. And placing himself upon a person. It simply means God laying his hands on us. So, it is God's hand upon a person a thing, 
or a place that makes it anointed. A man is not anointed because he has title. I know some of us like it, but that's not anointing. Anointing is God putting his hand. So before you call somebody anointed, it's God's hand on him. And if God's hand is on him, they are proofs, not stories. I know you have been a Christian since so, but all the depth, both of the riches, God. How unsearchable are his ways? Now, how can God's hand be on a person and a person not break through? Even if everybody hates you, if God's hand is on you, you will still break through. Before you secure warm hand of fellowship from another person, make sure you have God's hand on your life. The anointing advantage. But the Bible shows to us that we all have access to this anointing. First John chapter 2 verse 20. But ye have the unction or the anointing from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Relax yourself. You don't have to be ordained to be anointed. You know, some people, when they are pastor, and God has a way of testing whether you are proud or humble, people will first call you brother, like they forgot. Then a proud man will be like, how can you call me brother? Don't you know I'm a pastor? Let's see now, where's the result? To be anointed doesn't mean you are ordained. Some of the greatest people that shook the world is people that started giving them titles. They never give themselves any title. For example, Brother Hagen. Everybody learned from him and is still learning from him. What's the title he carries? Now, small, some of us small, small. They just call you one name. They don't call you another day. You'll be angry. Yet no result to show. If they tell us now in winner's family that no more title, some pastors will resign. I know it. Because in their pastoral title is their bread. In fact, even some of them say, no, I'm a senior pastor. Are you a senior believer? <laughs> senior. This one is a junior. But junior has proof. When people have real problems, they leave people with title to people who have solutions. When real problem hits you, they will say, okay, this man, um, but my home cell leader seems to be annoying. Let me go there first. 2 Corinthians 1.21. Now he which established us with you is Christ. And he that anointed us is who? This is not a regular service. Before you pour oil, let's understand what we're doing. So it's God's hand. When you are anointed, the hand of God is upon you. 
And what does this hand do? It helps you. Acts 26, 22. By the help of God, we have continued till this day. When you are anointed, it also means the grace of God is upon you to enable you. 1 Corinthians 15.10, I am what I am by the grace of God. Now, in a regular setting, if I tell you I'm anointed, some of you will be angry because you think it's a function of age. It's God's hand, not experience. If you are anointed, it means God's hand, and the person anointed knows it because they know I can of my own self do nothing. I wish I could teach you one hour on this one. God has to open your eyes. Because the grace for one hour teaching, I don't have. Now, in 2007, I don't know anybody's experience, but there was a hunger in my heart. I didn't enter ministry because anybody asked me to. This thing I'm doing now is one thing I dislike doing. I didn't even like sitting around pastors. I didn't like it. It's not that. <laughs> but when the call of God came upon my life, and by the way, I heard from God, though, it's not somebody that told me God said, no, now. In 2007, May 18th, I'll never forget that day, when Dr. Kenneth Copeland said, kneel down here, and he placed his oil. It's now God took my eyes back that, do you know what Dr. Copeland did is what I was doing in the spirit. He put the oil on his hand. He did this. Go and watch the video. And did this. Placed it. The weight I felt on my head, I've never felt it. It's not ordinary anointing service. Physical weight, I began to weep. God told me this week, he said, that's the day my hand came on you. We may be in ministry the same year. We are not the same. Ay, ay, ay. Even me, I know. How will you stand on the stage? God will change the message. And he will still speak. Please go for God's hand. Oil without God's hand makes no difference. That's why many of us have attended several anointing services. No change. What you had is man's hand on you, not the hand of God. The hand of God can't come on a man and you won't break through. It's not possible. Let all the witches gather, all the devils gather. You know, somebody just called me from South Africa. One of our heavy outreach members from one area, even if you know South Africa, that's uh, witches. Eh? That's why I became rugged like this. It's since that time I've not changed though. <laughs> I can tell you stories. It's not America issue. Now, that lady, they just, they found out after I left, she couldn't manifest when I was there. Heavy out, she used to go for evangelism. She was one of the head of the witches in that location. Head of witches. It's after I left, she started misbehaving. Not when I was there. When I was there, she was a saint. When God's hand is on you, 
Even God can turn evil for your good. This woman was bringing people, including more witches. <laughs> Lift your hands. May God's hand come upon you. I can't hear the loudest amen. Because we will close early. Amen. Let me give you some scriptural examples of those who, are, who were truly anointed. Number one is Cyrus. Not in order, just Cyrus. Just in that, just take it down in this order. But that's not in order of how they were anointed. Isaiah 45, verse 1 to 3. Just say the Lord to his anointed. So anytime you now see anointed in the Bible, just imagine God's hand. Whose right hand I'm holding to subdue nations. Why not? God's hand is on him. To open the two leaf gates. And the gates shall not be shut. I speak to somebody here. You will never experience a closed door again. The gate shall never be shut. He said, I will go before thee. And will make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass. And cut in sunder the bars of iron. I will give to thee the treasures of darkness, the hidden riches of secret places, that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by name, I am the God of where? Look at another one. They call his name Saul, the son of Kish. Nothing to is sin that messed Saul up and refused to repent. But if you look at what happened from 1 Samuel 10, 1 to 11, from nowhere, they began to salute him. Why wouldn't they salute him? They were not seeing him. They were seeing God. When people honor you or they clap for you, please don't think it's you. It's God they are seeing. When they point to you, point them to God. Someone say, without you, I don't know what my life will be. No, without God. Because even me, I need God. Don't use your statement to remove God's hand from me. If you don't want God's hand, then tell him you don't want David, from the bush, no big chest, anointing located him, and the Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And suddenly, David was wanted in the palace. The king began to beg, send him to us. Don't come more as his father, but send him. May God's hand come upon you. Another example is Uzziah. Now, if the anointing means God's hand or God's help, then that will qualify Uzziah to be anointed at 16. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. 16, you know 16? Even you and me, we are old now. I feel sorry for people who are in their 20s and they say, I'm still young. I'm still young. Before long, you open your eyes, you'll be 60. Now jump to verse 15. 2 Chronicles 26, 15. And he made in Jerusalem angels. So anointing is not just to stand and preach. They are anointed scientists. So don't struggle for the altar now. He made engines, inventions to be on towers of wood, to shoot arrows and stones. And his name spread abroad. For he was what? Marvelously what? 
helped. He was anointed. Help, anointing, hand, anointing, help, anointing, hand, anointing. So, anointing is not for preaching only. There are people anointed to be engineers. All of us can be on. Can you imagine church now? All of us are preaching together. What of Jesus? Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Luke 4, 18 to 21. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power. Who went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed of devil. For God was with him. In other words, God's hand was upon him. He was always the son of God. But when the time came, God's hand came. May God's hand come upon us. And I'm speaking to somebody here. In every area of your life, after God's hand come upon you, you will break through. Paul the apostle came late, but he was anointed. How do I know? He said, I'm who I am by the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15.10. Grace means God's hand on you. And Acts 26, 22, he said, it's by the help of God I have continued till this day. Please hear this. We must recognize that it's the spirit of the Lord in the oil that turns it from olive oil to anointing oil. So what is in your hand is not yet anointing oil till the spirit enters. Now, hear this. But even after the spirit of the Lord enters into the oil, the Spirit of the Lord also checks your vessel. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 to 21. Until your vessel is right, the oil will not be poured upon or within, because new wine in old wine skins will burst. So God's hand cannot come upon you till your vessel is worthy for it. But today, as we clean up, God's hand will come upon us. <laughs> now, what are the personal requirements? I call this personal. We, call, we can't say we are all anointed. It's not true. What are the personal requirements? Number one, consecrate yourself. Second Timothy chapter 2, 19 to 21. Your vessel cannot have God's hand on it until you purge yourself from all forms of iniquity. Number two, I said number one, consecrate yourself. Number two, humble yourself. Do what? Let me hear you even if you don't like it. Humble myself. Thank you for that. Because most times we know who is proud except us. Second Chronicles 26 verse 3. 16 years old, Uzziah began to reign. Verse 15, he was marvelously helped. Then from verse 15 to 23, he began to misbehave. Pride entered and he died. You know, there are many examples. Be careful. In the words of Bishop Oedeko, have a control valve on your life. Now, please hear this truth. You may not like it. Pride is of the heart, not of the face. There are people who are gentle physically, but if they open their heart for you, it's poison. So don't say uh, those people who talk loud, they are proud. We who we don't talk, we are gentle. We will talk loud, 
and we talk our heart. But you, you don't talk, but your heart. Hey. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't deceive. Those days have passed where they use behavior. There's a story Kenneth Hagin told, and the mother told this young boy, he said, boy, sit down. The boy is one of those stubborn boys. Sit down here. He said, no. Sit down here. He said, no. At the end, they sat down. The mother said, oh, so you finally sat down. He said, I'm sitting on the outside, but I'm standing on the inside. That's, you see me sitting, but inside me, I didn't sit. <laughs> or a robot. And these are anointed people speaking, so even in their stories, you catch lessons. Well, Robert said, his mother told him, he said, Oral, I can see God will use you mightily. But he said, remain small. In whose eyes? In your own eyes. It's not how people look at you. People can look at you big, but you be small. One of my spiritual mothers, I won't tell you her name, on the day of ordination, May 18, 2007, she said, Isaac, after I finish, I want to see you. I said, yes, ma'am. That one, when she said she wants to see you, you have to behave. So I went there. She said, what I saw this night when you climbed the altar, I've not seen it. She said, I can assure you God will use you. But like Ora Robert's mother told him, I am telling you, remain small in your own. There's no church of pastor, regardless of the size, that I don't play drums. I will never see, I'm normal. Those who work with me will tell you, I laugh like everybody else. I live my life. I'm not trying to be who I'm not because I'm small. You can't make me big to myself. I'm small, and I enjoy being small. In my own eyes. Number three, discover yourself. Do what? That is, locate his plan and purpose for your life. If God didn't plan for you to sing, and you are saying, Lord, anoint me. He said, no, I anointed you to be an engineer. Don't envy what you were not engraced. Like now, there's no way I'll preach you anywhere. If you tell me now, you have 15 minutes. I need God to speak to me. I'll first worship. But I know some people, if they start to worship, they will scatter everything. That's not their area. So, discover yourself. He said, before I formed you in the mother's womb, I knew you. Can you imagine me now as a politician? I'll be making people angry. Nobody will vote. That's not my area. And I don't envy any politician. Galatians 1, 15 to 16. Paul said, God, who separated me from my mother's womb? So even when he was misbehaving, he was still separated. I can't imagine doing any, any other thing than preaching. How? Even I'll be tired of myself. And any other thing. Because that's not what he called me to do. Everyone is created and anointed for a purpose. When you are your purpose, you enjoy his help and grace. Number four. I said discover yourself, number three. Number four, locate yourself. 
This means find your company and stay there. Find a what? And stay there. Even Saul, when he was anointed, he said, you will find a company of prophets. And then you will do what? Prophesy. I love the company God gave me. I don't envy any other company. The winner's family and his lineage. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Kenneth Hagin, T.L. Osborne. I mean, how can, you, how can I want something else? No, no. To Archbishop Benson in Dahosa? Uh-uh. No. Number five. Are you blessed? Number five. This one is very simple. <laughs> you want to hear it? Commend not thyself. When God begins to use you, never commend thyself. Don't say the way I preached. Hey, they know that I saw something. There are great messages that don't bring testimonies. Don't commend yourself. Oh, ah, no, no, no. God uses you to do something. God can use anybody. Listen, God used an ass to speak. So that God even used you doesn't mean that you are the best. It's that you were the available. So please humble. Commend not yourself. Rise on your feet. Are you blessed? The anointing advantage. Now it stands on two legs. One is the help of God. The second is the hand of God. Lord, if there's anything I will leave this service with today, I need your help and I need your hand. Raise your voice and pray. Everybody, lift your voice and pray. I need your help and I need your hand. No man can have the hand of God and not break through in every area. No man can have the help of God and not break through in every area. Lord, that's my desire. In Jesus' precious name. Lift your hands. It won't be long that we'll minister today because I believe what God has spoken to us is enough food for thought. It's not the volume of oil. It's God's hand upon you. And it's God's help with you. Once you have these two things, forget. You'll break through. There's no land too strong. He said there was not one city too strong for us. The Lord our God delivered how many? Why did he deliver all? He was with them. His hand was upon them. His help was upon them. Uzziah became great because he was helped of the Lord. Marvelously helped. Lift your hands, I'm going to pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may you be marvelously helped. I didn't hear your loudest, amen. That is the secret of the anointing advantage. The anointing advantage stands on two legs. One is the help of God. The other is the hand of God. Ayakotagarada. Now, if God is helping a man and you're angry with him, you can't stop him. 
You know why? You are not the helper. God is the helper. I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord that created the heavens and the earth. I pray over this solemn assembly in this first service and those e-church members watching online. May the God of this commission help you. May the God of this commission help you. May the God of this commission help you. May the hand of God upon this commission rest upon you. So when you now pick the oil to anoint yourself, you are doing it now with consciousness. This is not me anointing myself. This is the hand of God. So as you place the oil and rub it on your two palms and consciously place it on your head, I'd like you to look for the impact at the touch of your hand upon your head. Because what is coming upon you? The hand of God and the help of God. Therefore, I decree in every area of your life where you desire all and breakthrough, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name.